Hi there. Welcome once again to Northern Kentucky Spotlight, a different version of our Northern Kentucky Business Week in Review that we've been bringing to you for months now. I'm Catherine Nero in a different location this week. We'll explain all this coming up in just a little bit. Of course, this is brought to you by CVG. And right now, our studio sponsor, we are in the Talent Magnet Institute podcast studio at Impact Cowork. And we'll explain why we're here and what we'll be here for a couple of weeks to come here in just a couple of minutes. And we've got uh, kind of an extended version of our typical business week in review. But before we get to all of that, we want to get to the big news of the week. And that's this. We start things off with NKU. Of course, there's a new head coach, uh, Nate Kentucky native Darren Horn was the associate head coach at Texas. He is now the new head coach at NKU. He was head coach at Western Kentucky and at South Carolina. He comes in. A lot of folks are excited about this. He played and took Tate's Creek, by the way, to the Kentucky State Finals. He is the Norse's head, uh, sixth head coach. He replaced John Brandon, who, of course, left to go just up the road to UC earlier this month. We're told kind of the similar style of play, so we'll see what happens there in Highland Heights. Could the minimum age to buy tobacco soon be 21? And we're not talking about just Kentucky. This is nationwide. Senator Mitch McConnell will introduce a bill next month that could raise the age nationwide from 18 to 21. The Northern Kentucky Chamber is in support of this measure. And the bill would specifically target vaping, which is uh, becoming more prevalent in younger kids. New study out, out of Ohio specifically, but listen to these numbers, 48% more middle school students are vaping now than just five years ago. And 78% of those, 78% uh, more in high school are vaping. So those are the numbers these days. So traditional smoking may not be the biggest issue, but that uh, raising the age certainly would uh, curb those numbers. The cure for cancer could be coming from Covington. Bexian Pharmaceuticals is beginning a safety study on its drug BXQ350, and it's for some pediatric patients. It's already shown some success in treating adults with certain cancers The uh, as well. The Northern Kentucky Education Council, Northern Kentucky Chamber, we're all joining forces for excellence in education. This is a big event uh, honoring students, teachers, administrators, the community, businesses, you name it, uh, in our area that help schools succeed. It's April 30th at receptions if you are interested in attending. You know, it has been a big week for chamber events. Uh, just Wednesday, Pints and Perspectives with Phil Castellini, well attended. He was a great speaker, as you might suspect, uh, the COO of the Cincinnati Reds. Last week, Eggs and Issues tackled startups, specifically starting up and starting out. There was uh, advice from Guy Van Ruin of the uh, Salyers Group, Casey Barrett from of Uptech, and Jackie Roberto of Madison Design. Now, if you you know if you've been through a drive-through or even inside at a Chick-fil-A, you know their customer service is exemplary. Well, that was the Sales Essential series. Dustin Dechara, the operator of uh, Chick-fil-A on Mall Road, explained the customer service principles of Chick-fil-A, how we can learn from it, and how it applies to leadership. And just this morning, the Legislative Appreciation Breakfast happened to thank the Northern Kentucky Legislative Caucus for the successes of the recent Kentucky General Assembly. So that's what's going on in and around Northern Kentucky this week. And we get to maybe, this isn't a very exciting kind of transition we're making here. Jeremy Strand, the uh, Marketing and uh, Communications Director for the Chamber, joins us now. And it's because... What started as a little, you know, two-minute blurb about yeah. all the great stuff happening with businesses in Northern Kentucky is now becoming a bigger, badder podcast, right? Yes, yes absolutely. Um, we're going to be telling our uh, chamber member stories. Um, we're going to be telling our region stories. Um, you know, we just thought this was a really great opportunity. Uh, we've been doing these spotlight videos for all of our chamber members, and we thought, we, you know, we hear all these great stories that they tell, and we wanted to just sit down with them and mm -hmm. take some time and um, go through some some of those and 
and get them out to the region. Yeah, it's one thing to say, here's what happened this week. It's another mm -hmm. to have them explain, this is why it's important and issues we may be facing. Um, so right now, uh, we typically do this, this Facebook Live, which will soon become a podcast, in the Northern Kentucky Chamber offices. But we are not there. We are at the Talent Magnet Institute yes. podcast studio at Impact Cowork and explain why. Yeah, um, it, Mike Sipple, uh, he's been a really great Chamber partner. Um, Centennial, um, they've been a member for a really, really long time. And they just recently launched Impact Cowork down in uh, Newport, Kentucky. And um, it is a really, really great facility. And they built a podcast studio. Yeah, so it, it just, the stars aligned and we had a place to go shoot this and, and record it. And now we're uh, we're down here. And if you need co-working space, uh, if you want to start a podcast of your own, uh, be sure to come down to Newport and check it out. Uh, Mike Sipple's really, really great to work with. And um, they have all the technology you need as well. You know, and what's cool about this place, and I know there's a lot of co-working spaces all over, parking. There's, I mean, because it's yeah. so hard to park at some of these co-working spaces in Cincinnati specifically. You got forty something spaces yes. here. Yeah. You're in good shape. And they have a really great, really great technology. They have a really easy scheduling system. You just hop right on the app, pick mm -hmm. when you want to come in, click uh, reserve, and you're good to go. You can even get keys to the building. So like, if it's not when um, people are mm -hmm. around, you can walk up and use the digital key to open the door to come in. So. It, it, it's a really great fit for our podcast and for anyone else who's looking for co-working space. Speaking of our podcast, so this is the first foray. We're kind of, this is, we're getting our feet wet with this one. So uh, we're transitioning into the true podcast um, experience, I guess, that'll be next week. But if people want to find this, if, I mean, they're obviously watching now on Facebook, but if you want to find it elsewhere, if you want to find it on a on you know find the actual audio version what do we do yes um so like i said it's live on facebook we're going to be coming to you every week around three o'clock on thursday so be sure to tune um tune into that you like our facebook page you'll get those notifications um, we're also going to post the video onto our youtube channel so if you're a youtube person you can go and watch it there um, but then we're also in the process of getting it up on all this uh podcast uh places that people mm -hmm. listen to podcasts, so Stitcher, Spotify, Google. We're not quite listed on Apple Podcasts yet, but we're hoping that'll come up soon. Um, but if you go to the Chamber's website, underneath the news tab, we're going to have a little spot there where you can link to all the different places that you can listen to your podcast. And so you mentioned it before, but let's talk about it again. The types of stories we'll be telling here. What will we be hearing? Yeah, you know, so it's it's we're, we're going to be telling those interesting stories that we hear on a daily basis about all of, our, all, all of our companies and stuff. And today we have a great example of a story to kind of kick us off. Um, Laura Mengi is here, and let's, I'll let you take yeah, it away. Yeah, exactly. Laura is here, so thank you, first of all, for coming in. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to move this over so we can hear you very, very well. <laughs> so I'm going to give a brief bio here, and then I'm going to let you do the same. So you're from New England originally. Mm -hmm. You followed a guy here. Wrong guy, right city, she says. Um, so you lived in Covington for five years. You are a philanthropic advisor for the Greater Cincinnati Foundation and an alumni of the Leadership Northern Kentucky class of 2015. So right. we welcome you here and the chair for 2020 coming up, uh, yeah. coming up as well. Yes, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Leadership Northern Kentucky uses the community as a classroom to develop leaders who are uh, effectively serve the region. Um, now it's in its 40th year, so it's been around for a while. Um, the program design is designed for emerging and existing leaders, and it meets monthly for a day-long session on different topics such as education, economic development, government, and community vibrancy. All right. So, Laura, you were class of 2015. So, tell us, tell us the story. Well, how you got there and what leadership meant to My you. My LNK year. love story. Yes, <laughs> yes, perfect. I'm happy to. This program was so influential uh, in my life. It really kind of changed the direction um, that I went, and so. I just love the program so much, and I'm really proud to be leading it for the next year. 
I'll give some little bit of context. I moved to the area from Boston about seven years ago, and I was a trailing spouse. So I came mm-hmm. with somebody for his job. Um, it was not meant to be a long-term move. We're going to be here a couple of years, and he'd probably be moving on. Um, so, you know, it just was at this new place and trying to, you know, meet people and get invested. Um, unfortunately, my marriage ended very suddenly. And I've got a mother on the East Coast and a mm-hmm. father on the West Coast, and both were like, come home. You know, just get out. Pick a coast, other coast. Move back. We'll take care of you. Um, but I just gotten into this LNK program, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to honor that commitment. So I told my parents, you know, I will move back home next summer when this program is over. Uh, and I believe that. Um, and I actually remember being at Camp Joy that first kickoff weekend of the program, um, meeting my new classmates. And I was walking with a new classmate, someone that I had just met a few hours earlier. Um, he knew a little bit about what I was going through, and he said, you know, so do you think that you're going to stay in this area? And I said, you know, honestly, probably not. Um, but I'm here now, and I'll make the most of it, and, uh, you know, I'll just I'll probably be back east um, by next summer. And he said, well, you know, I, I hope you stay. I hope you'll stay. And that really, that struck me, and that really stayed with me. There's something about a kind word or kind mm-hmm. act, you know, that you kind of embrace and um, and that you think about a lot. So it just struck me that somebody who was a brand new acquaintance really would, you know, care about my longevity in this region. Um, anyway, suffice to say, when LNK ended nine months later, I had 50 new great friends. Mm-hmm. I had been introduced around to all the people, the places, and the projects, all of you know programs that were going on. Um, and I thought it was pretty remarkable to live in a region that would do that, that would really... Um, you know, put you in front of great people and share its history and its vision and, and invest in you as a leader. Um, you know, I, I miss Boston, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, Boston was not introducing me around. It was not opening up every door and really, you know, taking a lot of um, ownership of my, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. happiness in the region. Um, I miss Washington, D.C. I was there for eight years in my 20s before Boston. Uh, great city, um, but again, that town really wasn't you know, um, giving me access to certain people and, and events and opportunities. So what I found was that Northern Kentucky um, and really the whole greater Cincinnati region was a place that not just invited me in, but kind of threw its arms around me, um, gave me a bit of a lift when I needed it. Um, and that was a lot to do with LNK and the connections mm-hmm. that I made through it. So um, as a result of that class, actually, I'm now on a nonprofit board, Renaissance Covington. My classmate, Katie Meyer, introduced me to, go to that program and asked me to be on the board, so that was a great outcome. Um, Craig Carlson was in my class. He was starting the Young Patrons Guild at San Elizabeth at the time, so I'm now co-chessing and co-sharing that <laughs> program. So a lot of great connections came out of that class. Um, and again, I just I like being in a place that uh, invests in you, that wants you to be happy, that give you good opportunities. Um, so that promise I made to my parents, um, you know, five years ago about coming <laughs> yeah. home, I, I guess I broke it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as you're happy. I'm sure that's yeah. what they'll say. So uh, as you look back on that time uh, with the class of 2015, are there any moments that stood out, events you did, sessions that, that you took part in? I mean, my favorite session, of course, would be the Human Services Day, given what I do for mm-hmm. living at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. Um, the great exposure to the nonprofits in the, you know, Covington mm-hmm. Urban Core and actually around the region was great for me, and that's part of the reason why the class was so influential. I professionally, it just gave me such a wider lens to see the region and how I could really dig into it and invest personally. Um, so that's always been my, my mm-hmm. bias favorite. Um, I was then, I uh, helped to lead that session for the next three years, and I think at some point I'll probably <laughs> go back to it again. So that day is really um, important to me and resonant, and I'm just I'm glad for the chance to get to introduce the incoming classmates to the nonprofits, the programs that are doing really, really great work for those that are most vulnerable in our region, and, and it's something I'm looking forward to the most. 
Awesome, awesome. Um, so you're going to be taking over as uh, the chair of the leadership class this year for the mm -hmm. class of 2020. Um, so what is your vision for class? Where, where do you think it's going to go this year? <laughs> <laughs> so we've been joking um, about how the theme for this year's class, the 19 class, um, was making meaningful connections. And people began to ask me a few months ago, what will be your theme? And I was like, I mean, still making meaningful connections. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really making is, more of them, yes. I know. That's what the program is, is set up to do. So I, um, I want to embrace that theme. Um, but I do want to get a philanthropic um, spin. I mean, given what I do um, at GCF in terms of working with my donors and, uh, and trying to connect great people with great missions, I'd like to be able to help the class plug in with the community. I think so often people in these programs say they want to give back to the community. They want to kind of, you know, make inroads, leave a legacy. So to the extent that this program can um, foster a community connection, um, in a meaningful way. It would be amazing if, as an outcome of this class, there were more people on nonprofit boards, mm -hmm. you know, like I was, or, or donors, or just supporters in some way. So I think um, as we go through all the different sessions, I, I just would be trying to get the class to connect, not only with each other um, and with the leaders in the region, but also really on a, uh, a basic level of um, personal investment in the community. Awesome, awesome. So um, as you're seeking like nominations for this next class, you kind of started to answer this a little bit, but um, what kind of uh, applicants are you looking for to, to, to join the class of 2020? Yeah, I, it would be great to have um, a good diversity of applicants, especially uh, people from different backgrounds, which did, you know, different job industries, um, whether they're a transplant like I was and just looking to get to know this region a bit better or if they've been here their whole lives. I think we just want to get uh, 50 classmates that have a bit of a different story, a mm -hmm. bit of a different lens to bring into the class um, and something that will be educational for their classmates. So that's going to be a, a key component in creating a class. Um, and I hope that they will all have a good sense of humor <laughs> as yes, well awesome. and give me a bit of grace as yeah, a leader. <laughs> now, I know you, you mentioned you're a transplant. I'm a transplant also. And a lot of people will say this is a very difficult area to kind of get in because everybody's from here. Yeah. Their parents are from here. The great, great, great grandparents are from here. But you found a way yeah. uh, through leadership in Northern Kentucky. And you said living in Covington that That's has true. really kind of helped you make those connections. Yeah, I really I reflected it on it a lot over the years. And, you know, I wonder if I hadn't moved to Covington right after that divorce, if I would have stayed in the region. Um, I had been living downtown, which was a lot of fun, um, but I couldn't afford the price point anymore. And I just needed a place that was a bit more affordable. So I moved across the river into a really terrific neighborhood um, that I'm now helping to lead on the Neighborhood Association. So met some great people there. I've just found that Northern Kentucky uh, gives you so many opportunities, you know, and I don't know if I would have honestly gotten the same opportunities uh, in Hamilton County. Maybe I would mm -hmm. have, um, but to be in a place where people are just inviting you to their barbecues Memorial Day weekend, you know, mm -hmm. or saying, come to this event, or have you heard of this organization, or come to this party, um, you know, there just seemed to need to be a lot of outreach. So I've heard that it's hard to integrate in the community, and I think in my first couple of years here, I, I did see that, but once you're open to just throwing yourself into a place, it, it is amazing how people will just be so kind and reach out um, and start to include you in things. So again, I, I acknowledge that I wouldn't have had these same opportunities in the bigger East Coast cities. Um, and that's pretty astonishing. That's really mm -hmm. kept me here. And so obviously Leadership Northern Kentucky is part of the way you can kind of get involved. And so Jeremy, explain the kind of nuts and bolts. If people yeah. are listening and they want to apply, how yeah. does this so work? So if, if you're interested in becoming a part of this uh, 2020 class, uh, the applications are due uh, May 10th. 
um, by 5 p.m. So if you go to the Chamber's website, you can go to nkychamber.com slash LNK, and it'll have all the information there and a link that you can click to nominate someone to apply, or you can nominate yourself. So just go out there, check it out, and um, hopefully we'll see you in the class of 2020. Excellent. And uh, each month that we do this, there's a there's a different theme, right? So the theme for um, the Chamber this month is travel and tourism. So Laura, when you have friends and family in from out of town, here's your final question. Yeah. Where do you take them? All right, so since I live in Licking Riverside and I often commute to work over the Roebling Bridge via Red Bike, um, I am just in love with that skyline. And so when I've got friends in town, what I'll do is take them for a walk around the bridges, just kind mm -hmm. of the whole Roebling, Purple People loop. You get to be on both sides of the shore. You get to see a little bit of everything downtown, the stadiums, the aquarium. Um, it's just a great way to say, welcome to the city, mm -hmm. welcome to my, my adopted home. Um, and come see how pretty it is, and then we'll, then we'll grab a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, after walking all that way, you'll definitely need it. Laura, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, all the information you need is right there. And thank you for joining us for this first foray into our podcast world. Jeremy, thank you as well for setting all this up. Thank you, Catherine, for being our operation. amazing host and, and being so good at this. <laughs> Very nice. And we want to thank uh, Mike Siffle and all the folks here at Centennial Talent Magnet Institute for this wonderful podcast studio. And again, we're going to be back here next Thursday, 3 o'clock. We hope to see you then. And uh, thanks once again for joining us for Northern Kentucky Spotlight, brought to you by CVG. I'm Catherine Nero.